Rabbi Yudin coming up from Israel. Looking forward to his presentation in just a moment. Um, candle lighting time in New York is uh, 427. 427, your candle lighting in New York. Make sure you know when things start where you are as we um, continue on this uh, Friday morning broadcast. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. Spiritual leader emeritus, Congregation Shomrei Torah of Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning to you, Nachum, and to everybody. Uh, just no correction, but just know that candle lighting here, in, even in Beit Shemesh, where I am, but also in Yerushalayim, Irak Kodesh, is at 417. Okay, one of the additional advantages to come to Eretz Yisrael, you start Shabbos earlier. Okay, tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayechi. It's Shabbos Chazak. We take leave of Sefer Bereshis. Sefer Bereshis is really the Sefer Hayetzira, the literal formation of the Jewish people. And remember, Terech Eretz Torah. In the whole book of Bereshis, there are but three mitzvos. I'm sure they could have been tucked into any one of the other four books. Why do we need a whole book if there are only three mitzvos? If this is our constitution. But our constitution calls out to us and says that first you have to be a super person, and then you are qualified to become a Jew. Okay, I want to begin by sharing with you a very important base Halevi. He says this on last week's parsha. We're going to bring it and show it to you how it applies to this week's parsha. And the story is as follows. In last week's parsha, in chapter 46, Pasuk 4, member of Dalit, Yaakov is on his way down to Egypt. And Hashem says to him in Pasuk 3, Yaakov, don't be afraid to go down to Egypt. As for a great nation, counterintuitive. Just there in Egypt, you will become that great nation. Now, here's the Pusik that we want. Says Hashem to Yaakov, Onochi, I, but this refers to the Anochias of the Ten Commandments, my spirit, my greatness, Eredim Chomitzraima, will go down with you to Egypt. The Onochi and I, Aalcho Gamolo, will come up with you. So, the literal understanding of this is, Yaakov, you're not going down alone. I'm going to be with you. I'm going down. I'll take you up. Says the Beis HaLevi, something exceedingly profound, and that is that Hashem makes a haftocha, a promise to Yaakov Avinu, that I will not deviate from the natural order of the world. There will not be miracles in this world except for the Yeshua of Yisrael except for the purpose of salvation and saving the Jewish people. So, let's think for a moment. Every day, we have, as the culmination of Sukkot Zimra, we have the Shiraz Hayom. We sing the praise of Hashem for that which He did at the splitting of the sea. If I were to ask anybody, tell me what the Shira is, so you're going to tell me that 
Hashem drowned the Egyptians and he saved the Jewish people. We went through the waters on dry land. That's correct. But that's the last pasuk of the Shira. Kivosus paro, berichpo forasher bayom, v'yoshev Hashem aleim esmei hayom, v'nei Yisrael huchu b'yabeshor. That's the last pasuk. Tell me what's all the psukim before them. Says the Beis Halevi, a beautiful idea, that the Shira is our saying thank you to Hashem for allowing us to be the vehicle through which you were made glorified in front of the whole world. The rabbis tell us in the Medrash, and this is a very interesting Medrash, namely that every mommy throughout the world who was giving a baby a bath, the waters in that bathtub split. So don't tell me there was no CNN, and don't tell me the people had no way of knowing. No, K-N-O-W, they knew, they knew what? That Hashem split the waters of the Red Sea because the waters by them all over the world split as well at that time. That's, so what is that? Says the Beis HaLevi, that's the fulfillment of an Ochi raid. God becomes glorified through the Jewish people. We have that continued in this week's parsha as well. Yosef brings his two sons to his father. Abba, bless them. Yaakov puts his hands, as we know, on Ephraim and Menashe. And he puts the right hand on Ephraim, the left hand on Menashe. And Yosef tries very, at first, politely to say, excuse me, Abba, I think you're making a mistake. After all, this one is older. So Yaakov says it just like it is. Yodati bini Yodati. I know Yosef. Don't worry. Menashe will be a tribe. He'll be an important part of Klai Yisrael. The Ulam, however, his younger brother, Ephraim, Yigdal Mimenu will be greater than him. And his, come on, his progeny, his offspring will be the fill of the nations. What does that mean? So, and especially if you take it literally, that his children are going to be all over the world, that's not a bracha. A parent wants his children together not dispersed. So Rashi tells us, what does it mean that his younger brother will be greater than he? She'osit says Rashi, Yoshua, Joshua, Yoshua bin Nun, Moshe's disciple, is going to come from the tribe of Ephraim, that he is going to bring the Jewish people into the land, and he's going to teach Torah to the Jewish people. Now let's go to that challenging phrase. This is chapter 48, Pasuk 19. What does that mean? Says Rashi, The entire world will be full. But says Shimo Ushmo, when his name, reputation, 
is going to go out into the entire world. The whole world is going to know the name of Yoshua Binun when Kishiamid Chama Begivon, when he is going to cause the sun to stand still over uh, Givon when they were fighting the Amori, the Oreach Beemek Ayolon, and the moon will stand still as well. Now, I'll be honored if you can bring the book of Yoshua, book of Joshua, to your table tonight, and you're going to turn to chapter 10. And there in chapter 10, you have the famous plea of Yoshua. That's in Pasuk 12, so it's 10-12 in the book of Yoshua, whereby Yoshua is concerned that, oh, yeah, yeah, we're winning the war. But if the sun is going to set and the Amori are going to run away, so the Pesach says, Oz Yedaber Yoshua Lashem, then Yoshua spoke. And what does he say? And he says, he says, Yisrael. Three words, Shemesh Begivon Dome. Sun, S-U-N, over Givon, Dome. Now, what does the word Dome mean? It doesn't mean stand still. He that's the uh, effect of what he's saying. But don't means keep silent. What a funny thing to say to this son, to keep silent. Why? Because based upon what we say in the Pesukah de Zimra tomorrow morning, and every Yom Tov, Shabbos and Yom Tov, the first of the Pesukah de Zimra is that Lamatzech Mizmole David, we say, Hashemayim is Saprim Kvod Kale. Chapter 19 of Tilim. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. Do you know what the sun does? Don't tell me the sun provides photosynthesis and heat, and it's exactly at the right axis, because if it would have been one degree one way, the world would be frigid. And if it was one degree the other way, the world, world would be heated that we couldn't exist, it's perfect, yes. The sun, my friends, sings. It sings the glory of God. And therefore, what does Yoshua say? Sun, be silent. Okay, so now, this is a wow. Why? Because when the sun doesn't set in Israel, it doesn't rise in South America. And don't get, and I want you to know, that in South America, they have the ancient tradition, that there was a day that the sun never rose. Of course it didn't rise. It didn't set here. But now I want to show you another Pasuk, which is fantastic. And that is right before Yeshua asks for the sun to stop, in verse 11, we're told that God threw down from the heavens, avonim gedolos min large stones, he pelted down, musu, and as a result, the Emori people died, rabim, ashemesu ba'avnei haborad, more died because of Hashem's perfect aim in pelting the Emori soldiers from on high, more than what the Jewish people actually called with this, killed with their sword. So if you take a step back, my friends, in reality, 
this whole miracle was not necessary. Yeshua didn't know about the pelting of the stones, but in reality, the miracle wasn't necessary. Now, what does it say immediately thereafter? In verse 14, this is chapter 10, once again in Yoshua, bring it to the table. There was never a day before that and afterwards that God responded to the request of man. My late Rebbe, Ravaran Kreiser, pointed out in the name of the Gra that Shema Koleinu, that we conclude the requests of every Shemona Esrei is really, what are we saying? Listen to our voice. Of course, we've been saying that. What is it adding? So he says, just like over here, Yoshua, he was asking God, and God delivered, even though, here it comes, it wasn't really necessary we say to Hashem, we ask for things from you, give it to us, even if it's not really necessary. I just want to add one exciting idea. If I were to ask all of you tonight around the table, let's give examples of the Beis HaLevi that which, with which we began, the Haftocha, the promise that Hashem made that he's only going to deviate from nature only because of Klai Yisrael. So I gave you two. I gave you Kriyas Yamsov. I gave you Shemesh Begibon Dom. And now I want to give you a third one. Being an Eretz Yisrael, I cannot tell you how excited I am. Wherever you go, you see the national bird, which is the crane, the building all over, all over, literally. If you turn to the end of Ayikra, chapter 26, Pasuk 32, Hashem promised in the Torah, I will literally keep the land desolate. And the Pasuk continues, And your enemies that live upon it will be desolate. My friends, you want to see a miracle in front of your eyes? Come to Eretz Yisrael. And just watch what's happening in Eretz Yisrael today. And understand that throughout history, all the different nations that conquered this land and all the different nations that tried to grow anything from this land, the land did not yield to them. If the land of Israel had been completely settled and developed and there were, you know, hospitals and schools and there were fields blossoming do you think the united nations could have said okay because we feel sorry for the jewish people everybody out of your cities give it no the answer is hashem was babysitting the land he promised us that the land would not yield to them and as it did not yield to them just come and see for yourself how it is yielding to all of us. To Am Yisrael, it is such an exciting miracle. This is the Haftacha that Hashem promised Yaakov Avinu, as declared by the Beis HaLevi. And this is what we are privileged to see in front of us today. I cannot tell you what a great thrill it is to be here in Eretz Yisrael, where I always tell you, not only we are privileged, 
that we feel Shabbos back in Gullis in America. Here, Friday, everything closes, all the stores at 1 o'clock. You can see Shabbos in the air already on Friday. And so I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and everybody a wonderful Shabbos. And uh, it's one of those permissible jealousies. You too, come. Come to Eretz Israel. Come to visit, and that will only help you recognize.